have a note. Okay. Ugh. This episode is going to be a bummer. It is. I have a uh, little, not little, but like a mid-sized poster of Black Panther that I got when the movie came out because they would give those at comic shops. Oh yeah, yeah, those were so nice. So I have that in here. One of it's the reversible like one. The yeah, with the yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. I got yeah, I got two of those hanging up in my office. One, of course, for each side. It's weird how you're like, oh, man, now I really treasure this promo item that was like there were a billion of them there and they try to give those away. Right. You can't, you know. Mm-hmm. Shoot, man. Like, I, I was just taking stock of everything that I have around the place uh, that's just like Black Panther related. And yeah. most of it is gifts that people have just given me over the past couple of years because they know how yeah. big a fan I am of it. So I have like a Black Panther tiki cup. I have uh, several Black Panther hats. I have the art book, the Funko Pops, the posters, which I mentioned, the action figure that you you sent to me uh, (laughs) that people have seen featured while I was editing the podcast a few times. Um, Yeah, just a ton of stuff. And then like even even on myself, I have I have the Black Panther tattoo on my arm that says I choose loyalty. Yeah, I know. That's a very cool tattoo. Thank you. Because you got that done right before I came to Chicago, right? Um, because you showed it to me when I was there for uh, Nerdfest. Oh wow, yeah, I guess I have had it for that long. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't correlate those two uh, instances, but yeah, yeah, I've had it for that long. Yeah, and it's interesting because you know I I don't leave the house or anything like that, but I do go down and get mail. Uh, mm-hmm. every day or take down the trash or something and you know i i don't i don't wear shirts with sleeves on them during the summer especially when i'm home it's like yeah why bother so right. everybody's been seeing the tattoo and they're just kind of like giving it an extra long glance yeah like, obviously it's not brand new but right yeah, it just it has a little bit more meaning now yeah yeah, yeah it does so needless to say Folks, thank you for tuning in. This episode is going to be kind of a somber one because yeah. we're going to be discussing um, the life and times of, of Chadwick Boseman, who unfortunately uh, passed away uh, just a few days ago. I think it was like three days ago at this point. Saturday, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was on Saturday. Yeah, I saw that breaking news and I was like, what? I... And and I saw it from a um, a reporter that I trust a lot that I follow I follow both uh, his face him on Facebook and him on Twitter so on one of those and I was like wait a second what's happening here um, and I sent it to you yeah you did and you... then like less than a minute later I saw the family's official post on yeah. Chadwick's. Uh, if, uh, Instagram, I believe, and, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. I, I thought it was a, uh, a, a weird joke or something, or that I had misread it, yeah. or that like someone had uh, had put out the wrong name or something. Because I was like, he's 
He's young. I actually thought he was younger than he was too. I thought so too. I thought I, I thought he was like like thirty four, thirty five, like like Chris Evans' age. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was. I definitely thought he was younger than me because I mean, dude is like, he was in amazing shape. You know, yeah. Uh, every time you saw him on screen, he just had such exuberance. He had such energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just to to kind of piggyback on on what what you experienced with learning the news, I didn't see your message. Because mm-hmm. I was charging my phone, like in another room, and I was just spending some yeah. time with D, you know, because I like to just uncouple yeah. my phone sometimes yeah. and just you know be in the moment. And D told me that she found, she saw the story someone posted on Facebook. But a lot of a lot of right. people who post things on Facebook don't really vet right. the sources, uh, you know, from our from our right. uh, our friend group. That we grew up with, so I'm like, no, this this can't be true. This mm-hmm. has to be a hoax because for the past couple of years, you know, people have been starting rumors about his health based on pictures See, now, they I, saw him. I did not know that. Yeah, I did not know that. I didn't even know he had lost weight or anything like that until I saw pictures after seeing like him pass away. Yeah, there were a couple of pictures floating around, like one of him leaving a convenience store, and people were like, "Look at him; he's not looking too well." Like. People were, were starting to talk. And, you know, that, that happens a lot to celebrities just yeah. based on their appearance. And some people were saying, oh, it's for a role. Some people were saying, yeah. oh, he's, you know, just, I don't even want to repeat the worst rumors. But yeah. I it, assume that it's for a role. When I see an actor that has lost or gained weight, right? I assume it's either something in their lives that's personal. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, all right, it's none of my business, or it's for a role, which is also none of my business, unless I want to see that movie later, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, I oh, let me rephrase that. I didn't see these pictures, so if I, I, I when I saw them after the fact, I was like, oh, if I would have seen those pictures, I would have thought, oh, he's losing weight for a role or something like that. Sure. Yeah. You know, because they they do that all like intense method actors do that all the time. It's not healthy, but it's the thing they do. Right. So, of course, you know, when we saw the news, we immediately started going to reputable news sites and trying to vet yeah. it and just make sure that it was legit. And, you know, we saw it on um, CNN.com and, yeah. you know, Variety. They were they were uh, verifying the story as well. Not, you know, hey, we've learned mm-hmm. this. We'll, we'll let you know if it's legit. They were saying, yeah, this is really happening. Yeah, if you're if you're ever questioning someone famous, some sort of news like that, Variety and the Hollywood Reporter are usually very reliable sources yeah. for things like that. So when I learned that immediately, I I went through a different range of emotions. You know, my first instinct, of course, is just all right, an actor passed away. I had no personal relation to this man, but he was a great actor and I, I feel sad about that, you know? Right. But then I just, I kept making the connections in my head and it just really started to affect me. You know, I, I know that certain celebrities, some of us hold near and dear to our hearts, almost like they're a part of our families or our friend, our friend group. And I didn't realize how much I treasured chat with Bozeman until he was gone. Mm-hmm. 43 years old is way too young to lose somebody 
Yeah. To colon cancer. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you a few things, and this is just to kind of give you an idea of why this, this cuts so close to me, so close to home. So my family has a history of, of battling cancer mm-hmm. um, to varying results. You know, I lost my mom to breast cancer. My grandfather, I lost to colon cancer and my aunt uh, mm-hmm. to lung cancer. So it's 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 something that unfortunately is is very present in my life almost on a daily basis. I think about my mom of course and yeah. You know just missing her and uh you know I think about um just the 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 struggles we've gone through as a black community even mm-hmm. as of late especially as of late of just losing too many people you know, to just these, these circumstances and then to have somebody that was just such a powerful figure in the black community as far as just a goal, as a role model, as somebody who you can respect and look up to. Losing him was a, was a big hit, of course, as well. And then you can't uncouple him from the character that he played, that he was most known for. And again, that's another figure that just inspired so many people and, and gave kids a chance to see rep, rep, representation of themselves on the screen. And just all the work that we did with Chicago Nerd Social Club, you know, we, uh, we, we hosted that screening, um, for some youth, some local youth in our city. Uh, Carlin, actually, uh, the, the former president of CNSC, she was on, um, NPR today on Reset talking about it. They they interviewed her. And just thinking about all the emotions that went along with that, all the all the pride. Like uh I was I was uh telling somebody recently too, um, Terry that owns uh Third Coast Comics, he you know yeah. joked with me at one point. He was like, you know, twenty eighteen was the best time to be black. You know, you can almost get, you almost got paid to be black in 2018, <laughs> you know, cause we were, we were doing interviews on NPR and newspaper yeah. and all like that. It was just, they were exciting times. Mm-hmm. But at the epicenter of all that, the, the focal point, the rallying call that got everybody to believe in this project and believe in what it represented was the professionalism, the talent, and just the love of, of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. You can't separate him from that moment, from that movement. Yeah. He is a person that you would want to have that much responsibility. Exactly. You know, there have been so many anecdotes and, and stories about him shared over the past couple of days by celebrities from Ava DuVernay to, uh, you know, his co-stars in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Michael B. Jordan just came out with a statement today. Wilson Duke, uh, Denzel Washington, you know, everybody has heard that anecdote by now about how um, a program that uh, Denzel uh, paid for actually sponsored his 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 acting training. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, it's just the common thread is I haven't read a single bad thing about him this entire yeah, time. Nothing. No one is like, you know. He was no good. Nothing like that. Everybody is just like, man, it's a shame we lost him. We're mourning him. And yeah, it's just a testament to what a great dude he was. 
Yeah, I agree. I also think that um, his his celebrity, for lack of a better word, like being him dying is uh, one of these moments that you know I can still remember um, when Heath Ledger died. You know, like these when when these actors or people who are significant are taken too soon. Yeah. You you just it's and for some reason some of them imprint on us. Right. Um and he is one of those guys it's definitely the same way where you're just like wait ha- that's not possible. It's not possible that he died. Mhm. Um you know, it's not possible that like and I I know a lot of people are like you can't talk about sequels and everything like right now, but like it's, it, it doesn't seem possible that, like, you're not going to get a Black Panther 2 or 3, yeah, you know? Yeah. It doesn't seem possible that you're not going to see him play that part again, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because it was such an iconic role, and it was so... And, and you know, to learn that that he was sick the whole time. I mean, come on. He was sick the whole time. No one knew. Right now, now I, I assume, for for people who don't know some background of movie, behind the scenes stuff of movies, I assume that Kevin Feige knew, because yeah, every actor for every part that you're seeing, they have to go get a physical and get insurance. Yeah. So, someone in power had to know. Because they had to basically sign off on insuring him. Beyond that, no one ever told anyone. This may have been the best kept secret in mm-hmm. in modern Hollywood. The fact that, yeah. and you know what the 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 marvelous thing about it all is that it came from a place of love. It wasn't yes. you know it was respect. It was respect. It wasn't opportunistic. I mean, you look at the at the roles that he's had. Um, his family mentioned that he was diagnosed in 2016. And obviously, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that he filmed was filmed before the diagnosis. But from 2016 on, he was in Gods of Egypt, Civil War, yeah. Message from the King, Marshall, Black Panther, uh, both of the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. Infinity War and Endgame, 21 Bridges, The Five Bloods. And then he's got an upcoming movie, yeah. uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom which is uh, going to be his posthumous release, of course. I mean, it's it's incredible. Even even hosting Saturday Night Live. I mean, how how amazing was he on Saturday Night Live? Right. Just, oh and my. that is a grueling job. Right. Too. But yeah, the, I, the, I don't know how he did it. The miracle um, of it all. I mean, he, he did it and he did it without missing a beat. The fight yeah. scenes in the movies that he was in and, you know, just the, the intensity of these roles for mm-hmm. these legendary uh, characters and, and just historical individuals that he played throughout his career. There was no like no half stepping with him. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he would go back and he would speak uh, at all these uh, different universities and everything. Howard University, he's his, uh, he's an alumni of that uh, that that college, that historical black college. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just going and visiting sick children in the hospital. Like I said, you can't say anything bad about the guy. No, 
No. I I I feel bad that he ha- it felt that he had to hide it or cuz I like I could see why you would you would want to hide it for several reasons but you know it can overshadow right. things. Right. And that sucks. That's a that's a part of our culture that is annoying, you know. I mean, obviously his his family is just starting to mourn right now. Yeah. But, you know, uh, hopefully one day we learn what his what his thought process was for keeping that to himself, you know? And if we never yeah. do, that's fine too. I mean, it's just yeah. I respect that. I respect the I have the a fact. secret hope. Mm-hmm. I have a secret hope. Okay. When when Patrick Swayze died, yeah. Right before Patrick Swayze died, he wrote a book. Hmm. And the Patrick Swayze's book ends with him going, I'm not giving up. I'm going to beat this. I'm going to I'm going to win. Right. And then it's like his wife wrote like an epilogue basically because he had died of cancer. Um and that that death and then that book really hit me hard uh, at the time. Because I was young and I loved Dirty Dancing. We've talked about that on the show before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that book was was really amazing uh, to me. And I have this hope that maybe he got to kind of, that Chadwick Boseman got to write his story in the end. But I don't, like, I, I you know, that's a lot of, of work and everything like that. And if it if it wasn't there, it wasn't there. Right. But there there's just that part of me like, oh, I kind of hope that he did. If anything, just for himself. I just, I hope he was at peace. That's that's my thing. Uh, yeah, and, agreed. You know, I I wanna I wanna thank everybody who took it upon themselves to reach out to me because they know what a big fan of his I am, and just wanted to make sure that I was doing okay. You know, yeah. I had a lot of friends and family just reach out and just you know, they they respected the moment. And, you know, back to what I was saying before about how I just didn't want it to to touch me the way it did. Mm-hmm. I fought that. I fought it because I didn't. I felt like I was being overly sensitive to how I was mourning this person that I never met. But then I realized that I spent so much time celebrating him, his career felt like I knew him. Yeah. And even just knowing what I know about him, his example, I mean, it's just that warmth, you know? I've I've never liked the idea that we can't mourn people we haven't met. I've I've come around now. Like I Yeah. I saw a lot of people like I'm I'm never gonna attack people for doing what they do, for feeling how they feel. I just know how I prefer to feel, which sounds kinda silly when you say it out loud. But I'm never going to shame people. And I saw folks doing that. And that really got under my skin. And I know you saw, I wrote a post about that. And I might as well read that. Mm -hmm. People know what I'm talking about. Because, yeah, Yeah, it's really rough that that people don't. Because at at the the baseline, at the, the very least, you are mourning that someone's in pain right now. Exactly. You're acknowledging that there is a loss in this world of someone. And at the very least, like that means something. Exactly. So I, I felt, I felt moved to write this and just let people know, like 
how you're feeling is okay. Mourn how you need to mourn. No one should be telling you you're wrong about that, especially right now. Seeing all of these posts reminds me how good it felt back in 2018 to witness the outpouring of love and celebration of black cinema, which was, of course, in large part due to the eager anticipation of Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther. The camaraderie, the kinship, the inspiration, Chadwick embodied so much of that passion throughout his entire career. I'm thankful that people are eager to show their appreciation both now and while he was still among us. You know, there's a phrase that comes up a lot of giving people their flowers while they're, st- while they're still here. Mm-hmm. And I can say that people did. People celebrated this movie. There was a, that clip that I'm sure you've seen and a lot of people have seen by now of him uh, doing the, the surprise with Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was so sweet. Yeah. They invited people in to come and talk uh, to a camera to give a, a dedication and say, you know, hey, this is how the portrayal of Black Panther moved me. And I want to let you know, you know, how meaningful that is in my life. And then he would come from behind a, a curtain and mm-hmm. they would just, you know, of course, like geek out when they saw him and run up and hug him and everything. And you could just see the joy on his face as well, just knowing that a performance that he did move people the way that it did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't I, tell you. It just. I mean, we're in such shock and like feeling this way i can't imagine how the people who worked with him and the people who were friends with him who didn't know because it it does appear that um a lot of these people who worked with him did not know he was sick it seems like it was very privileged information um i'm guessing his family and then anyone who needed to know like his agents knew you know it was a that's about it and i can't imagine how they must be feeling right now right right like coming like that being out of the blue it's it's bad enough that it happens but to not even see it coming right is rough i want to give um a couple of notes here um we I, i put the call out for people to of course write in and give their dedications mm-hmm. if they if they saw fit and uh you know d decided to comment on on the post and mm-hmm. she says uh just regarding the the black panther movie i remember feeling such true tangible pride about this film we went to see it three times at three different theaters and found joy in watching the possibilities of our culture each time mm-hmm. i've never felt that way about any film before and i doubt i ever will again yeah. And uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Amendola, Turbo Hoodie on Twitter, he says, um, I remember seeing Chadwick in 42 and was just blown away by the sheer screen presence of him. He seemed to radiate goodness. He projected confidence, humility and warmth. He will always be T'Challa. But I think his resume will inspire others for decades. Truly a good man. Yeah, that was the first movie I saw him in. 42. Um, yes, I'm yeah. I'm a I'm a baseball person as we've talked about on the show and you know love Jackie Robinson I have a um a Dodger a Brooklyn Dodgers hat and everything so yeah um I was when that movie came out I was so excited and you know I saw it in theaters and I was I loved it you know mm-hmm. um and so yeah when he became Black Panther later I was like oh man he was really good in in uh in 42 I, I actually I didn't know 
that he was um, going to be Black Panther until I like I think I went and saw Civil War. Oh yeah. I, I recognize him. Like I might have known. I, I'm sure I knew that that Black Panther. See, we we weren't covering this type of news and the casting news and stuff like that the way that we are now. So I'm not. I wasn't as in the loop on something like that back then. Mm-hmm. So like I I'm I saw Black Panther in the trailers or whatever stuff like that but i didn't see chadwick boseman and that so when i saw him on the screen i was like oh man that's the same guy like that's really cool yeah and obviously you know every movie since he's been amazing and it feels like it you know was the beginning for him and he was going to be you know if if you were to ask anyone who who are going to be the leaders of the next phase of Marvel, mm-hmm. they say Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Yeah, you know that. Like that's that's pretty much like those are their people now. Which, like the, I know that we were we were frustrated. Uh, fans were frustrated that um you know the next scope of uh films the next phase of films didn't have anything regarding black panther yeah and you can only imagine that that played into it they were waiting to see if he recovered you know enough to play this role again i mean ryan coogler said that he was writing this right now he was writing the second movie Mm -hmm. so i don't know how much of it was just making sure because he did such a great job with the first one, right? Uh, to take care, to not rush the second one. Yeah, you know, um, because there's a there's a responsibility. Yeah, at this point especially, up. you know, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Now even more so, but right. even before, you know, um, mm-hmm. there there's a responsibility to to get it right. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Uh, I don't know the future of that franchise if they're if they're ever going to do anything with it. I don't know if they should or not. You know, it's I, certainly not at the it's certainly not the most important or even close to the most important thing right now. Right. A lot of people are having that conversation, and I don't want to participate in that. I know that. Oh yeah. His I, bosses okay. need to have that conversation, obviously, because they are scrambling to make sure they have a, a new plan in place, uh, hopefully right. a respectful plan in place. Um, you, you know, know it, it, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Well, I will say this, just D and I were talking about, like, it was it's so just, we were talking about um, if they did have to recast him at any point, even before this, we were just saying like, all right, what if he doesn't want to come back as Black Panther? What if he's like, you know, I'm, I'm over this now? Because that was another thing people were saying for a long time was when he was doing, you know, like people going to get sick of, he's going to get sick of people asking him to do the Wakanda salute. It didn't mm-hmm. look like he was, but, you know, that was the running joke at the time. Right. Um, like who, who else could they cast? And it's just, there were so many good black men in this movie. So it's good performers, good black male performers mm-hmm. in this movie. They've already cast most of them, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they they'd probably have to find an unknown. Yeah, if they did that. But this is the this is the problem. So like I I don't I'm with you on the I don't participate in that I'm not caring, but I also don't want this beautiful world that they've built and all of these other supporting characters to just go away. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I think that's where that comes from. Yeah. I think that the people that are talking about that, that look, some are probably being callous, but I think a lot of them are just clinging to what they still have left. Yeah. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, especially during quarantine, have, um, you know, binged all of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. but, you know, have come back around to Black Panther even before just this past couple of days and have yeah. been reminded just how powerful and how fleshed out that movie felt. God, it was so well done. It was so well done. It made Every you feel like... Every single aspect of that movie. Yes, it made you feel like this world existed before mm-hmm. the film and will go on after the film. Yeah. And it makes me... It warms my heart just a little bit to know that it, he at least got his moment Yeah. in Endgame where he got to be like, you know, the guy. Like, this is his. Mm-hmm. He's bringing the whole army in and, you know... Ah. It's just such I'm getting chills just thinking about that moment. I know. Yeah. I, I'm never gonna be able to look at it the same. Yeah, it's like I wanna revisit it, mm. but I know it's gonna be difficult because just watching the tribute that they had on ABC for him so, was yeah, really difficult. That's something we should probably bring up as well. So right after learning the news, um, ABC announced that they were gonna be airing commercial free Black Panther on Sunday night. And then they'd put together a um, a uh, a tribute to him mm-hmm. that was that aired directly after the movie, which I saw and it was it was very tasteful, very well done. Yeah, um, you could tell that it was just done in a hurry. They oh, got, son of a bitch! What happened? I just looked down and realized that all of our uh, all of our logo stickers are in a Black Panther lunchbox, and I forgot oh, about that. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Sorry. Continue. No, it's okay. Now I was saying that um, they did this. Uh, they did the 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 tribute show to him that aired right after the movie, and you can tell it was done in a in a big hurry because it, even the set that it was done on, they had Robin Robinson hosting it, who had her own battle mm-hmm. with cancer at one point. Yeah. Um, thankful she's still around. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you could just tell that it was really affecting her. Um, you know, it, it didn't seem rehearsed. The the set was just like it wasn't like pristine like they normally have. No, these it sort was of just things. a green screen, quick. Yeah, quick the floor was all scuffed up. They just wanted to get something out there to show tribute. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm mistaken, but no one else has really passed away that's been associated with Marvel aside from Stan Lee. Well, these films, I should say. I don't think so. Yeah. So this um, is really like the first of the modern day Marvel heroes. Yeah. That we're losing. So just off of quick memory, no. Yeah. I mean, they're most of them are younger. So that's, that's you know, like when Heath Ledger died, like I was saying, like that that was a shocking thing that happened when they were you know still building that franchise and stuff. So they were kind of like, what are they gonna do? You right. know. Right. It's not. It's not the same, but it's you know, the, it's the only thing I can think of that was it is comparable, as far as like this person played an iconic role and then died very young, mm-hmm. and it was completely shocked the world. Um, and we will think about how they could have all of the roles that they could have played, and all of the things they could have done with their lives forever. Right. Like that's just a part of their legacy now. Yeah. 
I'm still in shock. I, I, you know, yeah, I don't know. And it's just so interesting to me too. Like the, uh, the news cycle hasn't moved on yet. Mm-mm. It's still very no. present on everything. And, and as, as they memorialize him, it, it's almost welcome sunshine that we get to see a good story about a black man on the news. Yeah. At least about his legacy, I should say. Yeah, um, yeah, right. You know, right. no one's trying to cut him up for political reasons or anything like that. No one's trying to say that he incited violence in his absence. It's. I just feel so bad for his wife right now. Yeah, and his kids. Being widowed that young. He has kids? I believe so. I don't want to speak out of turn. I need to check. I thought okay. they said his wife. Um. Yeah, I I don't know about kids. That's oh god. Um, but like being widowed so young. Yeah. That I'm, is. I'm not like, sure. I we know he has a wife, but I didn't know. I yeah. Don't know if he had kids. I didn't even know. I didn't know anything about him. And that's what I. That's one thing I realized when this news break. I'm like, oh, he's he was married. Yeah. He's older than I thought he was. You know, like I I didn't. He was very private. Right. He didn't want me to know. <laughs> yeah. So a lot like he, uh, you know, you know uh, Donald Glover, like yeah, yeah, yeah he just was his own life. Really private about that sort of thing, and in today's society, I completely understand it. You know. Yeah. You don't I think want... Don, I know Donald Glover has at least one kid and and a partner. I don't know if he yeah. has more than one, but he, yeah, he's definitely private as well. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him, like you said. Right. I mean. The world sometimes doesn't deserve to see your love out loud. They just need to get what you give them. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all your choice. Some people openly share things. Some people are more private about them. You know, I think it's whatever you want to do. Yeah. So, of course, I mentioned his legacy. Um, the, The town he was born, Anderson, South Carolina. There's a petition going around right now to, um, remove a confederate statue and replace it with one of him yeah and i, I think mean, that's a why the a, fuck do they have confederate statues is right. the is the number one question and then followed up by i don't care take it down and put up a statue of a good person exactly if we can get a a statue of rocky in philly oh can, yeah we yeah. can get a statue of chadwick boseman in his hometown of south carolina yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and so. people will visit that forever, just like they visit the Rocky statue. Like exactly. it's good for it's it's just smart for them to do that. Just right. do it. Like, uh, yeah. I just think of the effect that his career has had on so many others too. I mean, even like, and he he uh, co-starred in Thurgood with um, mm-hmm. uh, what's what's that guy's name? Oh my, Josh Gad with Josh Gad. Yeah. And, you know, he, he was sharing memories about Chadwick, just showing, like, a, a text that he had sent him. Just yeah, that was really beautiful. It really was, you know, just the, the poetic nature of that. And uh, just knowing that uh, Ruth Carter, the costume designer for Black Panther, she got her first Oscar win after mm-hmm. a storied career of working with the likes of Stan, uh, I'm sorry, Spike Lee, uh, and, and working on many other like black films, she just she 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 bought it. She bought it to Black Panther, and she got that Oscar. Oh yeah, yeah. 
you know, thinking about, like I said, Ta-Nehisi Coates and, and how he gained even more popularity after uh, writing the Black Panther comics, a lot of which mm-hmm. inspired what we saw in the movie. Yeah. And just knowing that he's going to inspire actors for many years to come. They're going to see the example that he set out and they're going to just dedicate their lives to being the best they can be. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's quietly uh, something created in his honor, like how Denzel was a part of helping him get an acting career and schooling. Um, I would not be surprised if something like that doesn't pop up. Some type soon. of scholarship or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because that changed his life, and I'm sure he would have wanted something like that. Absolutely. So, of course, if we hear about it, we'll let everybody know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, yeah. There, there's, there's not much you can say other than it's, it's just terribly unfair. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's terribly unfair. Um, we're just, I mean, we gotta, we gotta take the example he set out and just use it to inspire us to keep on going. Yeah. Yeah, and to just always be a good person. Because that's what seems to be the thing. You know, yes, he was a great performer and everything like that. But people are remembering him for how kind and thoughtful and, you know, something, his spirit, like that, that is what he's remembered for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That is his, his legacy. That is his legacy. Also the fact that, you know, colon cancer affects black men younger than it does anyone else. Yeah. So hopefully, um, this will encourage uh, black men to go and get checked when the time is appropriate um, just to make sure that they're as healthy as can be as well. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't even at the age, though, where you would normally screen someone. Right. Right. Like when he was diagnosed, he was in his 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I saw something along the lines of, like, they start screenings for that usually in, like, late 40s, early 50s. Early 50s, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... <sighs> Even that, I mean, you know... There's so much we need to change about preventative medicine. Absolutely. more of a thing. But what I'm saying is, is that it's it's brought the conversation to the forefront. Yeah, You know. I hope so. And, yeah, people of that age who have been putting off getting checked... To make sure that they're, you know, not suffering from that. Hopefully they will not put it off any longer. Yeah. I know I won't be. Yeah. I I hope that, uh, I, I hope so too. I hope that we also, you know, get people actual insurance and stuff like that. So right. they can get preventative medicine. Yeah. Everything is better when we do that. You know, it's about, uh, saving lives. It's about like you know in the in the long run it saves a lot of pain and everything so uh, I hope like you said like it, it's kind of a something good you hope something good comes out of this other than the most obvious things that we've been saying which is he has an incredible legacy and he did so many great things with the time he was given um, but you know you also hope that 
uh, it raises some awareness as well. Yeah. I don't have a final thought for this. I just... I don't either. I what do you what are you supposed to say? You what know, do you like, say? there's yeah. there, there's really uh, nothing. It, it's still very. I mean, we're recording this on Tuesday, you know, so it's still very fresh. And I think it's going to be that way for a while, just because of how tragic the circumstances. Um, but yeah, it's it's so recent that we're just like. Uh, okay, like I, I can't comprehend that. In the Tribune, there was a, a a quote from one of his acceptance speeches that touched me. It says, mm-hmm. "To be young, gifted, and black," said Bozeman in his acceptance speech, addressing questions about whether Black Panther had changed the film industry. We all know what it's like to be told there is not a place for you to be featured. Yet you are young, gifted, and black. We know what it's like to be told there's not a screen for you to be featured on, a stage for you to be featured on. We know what it's like to be the tail and not the head. We know what it's like to be beneath and not above. That is what we went to work with every day. Because we knew that we had something special that we wanted to give the world. That we could be full human beings in the roles that we were playing that we could create a world that exemplified the world that we wanted to see. Yeah. That was, uh, I watched that speech. You can see, you know, it's been going around and you can listen to him speak. Um, there's a, there was another quote that, uh, I, that I saw, uh, Huffington post reposted this. And I really loved, love this quote, um, by Chadwick Boseman. It says purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the thing you are here to fulfill. It's profound. Yeah, it's, I mean, that is, that's on another level. Yeah. You're going not only, because we do talk about purpose, do you have purpose, do you have this and that, It's it's capturing not only do you have purpose, but you have purpose within this time that you are here. Yeah. And that is, that is someone who is seeing it. You know? Yeah. Who's in it. And I don't know if that, if him being sick made him see things that way. I have a feeling he was probably always a pretty profound person. It seems like it, you know? Yeah. Um, we got another uh, dedication from Gabby here that I want to share. There are so many things I want to say, but I'm so bad at words. In part, I feel like it's not my place to say anything because I'm only PLC. But he was my king, too. Because black representation gives space for other PLC. The nerdy kid in me is forever thankful for his art and for the chance to see myself on screen in something that resembles something a lot closer to my culture than that of the colonizer. Wakanda yeah. forever. May you rise in peace, Chadwick Boseman. No, that was amazing. There, there's nothing wrong with your words. Never think that. Never. First of all, never think that. She made me cry. Yeah, <laughs> That's any <an> indication. <laughs> because you care. That's the words are perfect. So don't don't get don't get in your head about that. Don't worry about it. Like I said, that was very beautiful. However you mourn, 
that's the right way. There's yeah, no one who exactly. Tell you differently. All right, we we had a lot more to talk about as far as stuff, but it doesn't seem appropriate uh, for no. this episode. No. So I think we're gonna end it here. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for uh, eulogizing with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be back next time. Yeah, we will. And, you know, you guys just be excellent to each other. Be kind right now. That is what you need to lead with. Remember to be kind to each other. That's everything. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, folks. Take care. We love you. Bye.